up, everyone? Welcome to Pep Talks and Tequila Shots. I'm your host, Adrian, with Mark and Sarah. As always, how are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Fantastic, as always. That's great. First show of the new year, right? Oh, I can't believe it. 2019. 2019. It's Here kind of scary. Are. New year, new you. Hey. No, not really. New year, same old. Same old? Same old. You're comfortable with that? Oh, I don't care. My important. Like, I don't think you need a new year to change who you are or better yourself. Like, I think that's a bad excuse. That's why the resolutions do not work. No, you should do it when you think it's right and forget what year it is. My new year starts February 1. I think January's a write-off, right? You just get back into the groove. And, you know. Yeah, it takes time to adjust. Yeah. And, yeah. No, I get that. I can kind of respect that. Uh, statistically, everybody... Or I think like eighty-seven or ninety-three percent of people um, fail from of their New Year's resolutions on the twelfth of January. Yeah, something like that. Because they're unrealistic. I think we set goals for ourselves. Like no one actually sets like a realistic goal. You know, think, it's yeah. almost like in December they should teach you how to do smart goals. You know. I think there are things like that, like life coaches that help you with that shit, that stuff. You know what life coaches are? Friends. A waste of money. People who buy friends. We're kind of like life coaches. Yeah. To Sarah. <laughs> to Sarah, yeah. Oh, to me. To Sarah and our listeners. Am I supposed to be paying you guys? No, but like, what's your what's a resolution? Like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. Okay, well, great. Do it. But then you don't do it because you're like, I have stuff to do. Like, it's like your January is a write-off situation. There's well, a lot that happens in January. Too. You have to make an effort. That's part of it, right? Absolutely. Hey, Sarah, how's your dry January doing? She's not doing dry anymore. I'm not doing dry anymore. I thought the whole concept yeah. of La- the last show we had, she was going to buy into this like no, knockoff. People are doing the thing that I had never heard of, and then yeah, yeah which here now we are, I see all the time, which doesn't exist. Yeah, because it's totally popular. Everyone's right. doing it. I just open your horizon there, Mark. Well, whatever. So you're not doing it. Then why do we even talk about it? I mean, because people she are wants doing to seem cultured. Cool. Oh my god, why aren't you doing it though? Because I like a drink. I know, but you can have that. Fake stuff. Drinks. No, it's too expensive. So you mean the you're an alcoholic? Stuff that's more expensive than like. There's oh, a difference. Gosh, no. You're addicted to alcohol. She's not addicted. She can stop drinking whenever she wants. You know, I have one or two ciders a week. Like that's not bad. Ooh. Living large. Yeah. Didn't your Didn't your Instagram story just have something like Kraken or something in it? <laughs> Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. It did, didn't Not it? Not crack. Cracking. Cracking, yeah. <laughs> just so we're clear, which is a the rum. Rum, the rum. That's great stuff, isn't it? It's delicious. Oh, so it's not one or two ciders a week? It's okay, one or two ciders like and some cracking? Yeah, maybe there's a rum and coke. I actually think she just put that in the cat bowl. She's like, never drink alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, no, we're trying to do the no drinking Monday to Thursday. Why? Just to, because like, you got to think, like, and I don't mean you go hard Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, yeah. but instead of having a bottle of wine a night or a glass of wine a night or something, whatever, a night, you kind of just hold off on it for yourself because there is calories and it's, you know, it makes you indulge differently and whatever. And so you, you hold off Monday to Thursday, do your thing, and then you relax enjoy, yeah, enjoy Friday and Saturday and Sunday sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it makes a difference. I think it yeah. makes you feel a bit better and... You know, for people that are like Sarah, who need a few beverages in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, no, okay. I think it'd help you wean off that, too. Yeah. Yeah, but when Sarah... It shows restraint and... So, I see, don't drink that much, guys. You can, when Sarah's not drinking during the podcast, you can see by the end of the podcast, she starts to sweat and she starts to shake a little bit because she hasn't had her drink yet. And might well, drink. Uh, I'll, I, maybe I'll take a picture of this later for our, our listeners, but right beside Sarah, <laughs> there's um, two bottles of tequila, 
a bottle, a tiny bottle of Bombay Sapphire and a, this little tester of 40 Crete, whatever it is. And all of them are at least half full. Guys, they comfort me, okay? It's, it's a comfort thing. It's like some people buy friends, I buy liquor. Maybe you should sign up for Tindering or something and find another option <laughs> for comfort. I think um, that's the definition of an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Sarah. Well, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not what? It's not bad. No. No, there's nothing wrong with the beverage here and there. Mm -hmm. Here and there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your beverage of choice before we get into this? I'm just curious. Rum. Rum, rum, rum. Mm -hmm. rum but I like and you know, gin. And <laughs> Gin. And go on. And, and tequila. tequila. <laughs> and cider. And vodka. And vodka. And, yeah. and whiskey. <laughs> I do love so everything that. but water. <laughs> anything, anything really fermented. I just like you know. Soy sauce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, poor Sarah. Yeah. Is that what it is? So are you not? You're not doing dry January. You're, no. You're, your big claim to fame before the end of the last season. It's it's not. No, 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 not for me. That's not made for someone like me. You know what? It's that's the first step, guys. What are your resolutions, Sarah? I wanted to cook more because I don't. How's, how's that going? We're you know what? halfway into the month. I, well, I wasn't going to say, I, like, the whole goal was just to cook more than what I've done mm -hmm. last year. So last year was my baseline. This year... Done. She cooked like, once. Yeah, I've cooked, like, three times, and I'm like, well, okay, I'm on a good start. Like, good for you. Here we are. Yeah. Did, so I, I'm on a good roll. Did you get yourself a new uh, pan to cook in? I do have a pan now, yes, that's yeah, exciting. that's helpful, so I'm planning on making some kale chips tonight. Oh, and right on. on tomorrow, so I'm super excited about that. Did you purchase the kale yet? I have, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. where, where did you get the kale from? From the grocery store. Which one? Why? I'm curious. No, I don't want to tell you. Sarah left work early today because she wasn't feeling well, but secretly she just wanted to go to the grocery store and go grocery shopping. Is that what it was? No, I, I wasn't feeling well today, but... Hey, did you get probiotics yet? No. I have, but I haven't taken them yet. Where'd you buy them from? Like, how do you have them but don't start? Because it's like this a is why your resolutions don't work, Sarah. A mental game. That's Did you get them from? Where'd you get the probiotics from? At the grocery store. Goodness me. Let me tell you about. Is it goodness me? I don't know. Good, good, why? What, where'd you get them from? Does it matter? Yeah, I'm curious. I want to get some. Fortinos. Oh, okay. Fortinos is a great. Uh, the uh, pharmacy department. It's not from the pharmacy. It's from the National Foods. Yeah, it's connected to the pharmacy. Health food aisle. Yeah, it's connected to the pharmacy. Two different departments. I know, but connected. Two different. Okay, purposes. so today I was watching uh, this commercial. Um, I think it's by Gillette. It was uh, the best a man can get, and I've been hearing a lot of people like, talk about this, and um, it's like a new thing. And I think it's because it had some backlash. People hate it. I kind of liked it. Well, anyway, I only saw it for the first time this evening uh, before we started the podcast because I don't watch TV while I'm working during the day. But um, like Sarah, um, at, at first I was like, oh, I kind of get it. It's cool. They're trying something different. You know, let's, different. let's empower our our what are they trying? our our male sure. friends to not be dicks and whatever. But then you know, looking into it a bit more and. And I think Adrian made a good point. Yeah, you're, you're generalizing. You're saying everyone, every guy does something wrong. So making a commercial to piggyback and leverage a real issue in order to sell a product is not something different. 
I think it was mainly because they had so much backlash. I don't even think they showed the product, though. Where it was, like, the best the man can be. And they, their commercials were, like, a clean-shaven guy and this beautiful... The originals were the best a man can get. Oh, the best a man can get. And, right. like, this beautiful, like, model-esque uh, woman would, like, walk along him and, like, caress his, like, chin or arm. And, like, right. I think that's a huge step up for them. And I think How's that's a, a difference. Because... What is it? So their their old tagline was "best a man can get." Yeah, yeah. So then they're saying um, it's about like the female, like that's because you look that certain way. You're using this product, you get this beautiful girl right on your arm. No, the like razor is the best a man can get, right? It's the best shape you can yeah. get. It's the best product to shave with. I don't think having the attractive female has anything to do with it, especially because... No, but it was sex sells, and that's it the was, whole concept. Right, but every... If you shave with this, you're going to get a hot chick to come and crush your face. Like, that was yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, but every single commercial on Earth that's selling something usually has an attractive female in it. It still does. It still does. Yeah. Every alcohol commercial, every... You know, when's, when's the last time you saw a 4 out of 10 at a, out, drinking booze at a party and then, you know, selling Molson Canadian beer? So I saw the uh, commercial from Dollar Shave, and they like had hairy legs in it, and I was so shocked that um, I wanted to buy their product after. So you mean it, you were shocked? Dollar Shave, Dollar Shave Club. It's, they sell razors, like it's a razor subscription. So you were shocked that a razor subscription commercial had hairy legs in it? Yeah, because that people don't do that usually in commercial, like razor commercials. All the like skin is like, like there's no hair, there's nothing. Because it's supposed to show like, how good shaving. the product is. It's if you shave with this. No, but it's it's like get. you're going up your leg and like your leg is just completely like hairless. Okay. Yeah. So there is no hair that it's cutting all in the show. But yet they had this other commercial that showed a hairy leg and the difference the shape the razor makes. I think that's great advertising. Yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. It was great advertising. But what does that have to do with nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, Sarah? Well, you're Again, sex sells. Reason like number forty four why your resolutions don't ever work. You can't stay on track. No, I think No, I'm, she's she's so she's on track and she's <laughs> making a point, but I, I think that you're debating her point. She's, she's making, so, unless the I'm wrong, Sarah. The I am making is the fact that you guys mentioned that sex sells and everybody uses that to sell their product. Right. And this, I um, gave you an example of another razor company that didn't uh, use sex to sell their product. Yeah, but what about their other commercials when they did use this company before? Well, so here's the thing. Let me give you a quick background on Dollar Shave Club. They're a thrifty startup. Um, now they're worth million, hundreds of millions, if not maybe a billion, right? But up four or five years ago, they were just making YouTube commercials, and it was just the founder walking through. They're the ones that sort of spearheaded the whole guerrilla marketing, you know, the whole uh, uh, Old Spice, I'm on a horse, look over here, look over there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Remember that commercial? Mm -hmm. They kind of spearheaded that whole thing. Um, and they have used sex to sell their products. They, you just happen to see one of their commercials that doesn't. But, like, everything you see, like every, like, every advertisement in a magazine, generally, every commercial, it's always attractive people, right? Mm -hmm. Quote-unquote attractive, right? What's attractive, quote-unquote, yeah. to the media, right? And so even when they try to use unattractive people, it's like when uh, they're still, like, very attractive. But that's an ugly person, according to whatever. Yeah, it's like... Or it's like plus-size magazines. They're like, oh, this person's, like, overweight, but really they're, like, a pound overweight, and that's plus-size, and they're, like, huge and... Yeah, leading and cutting edge now because they're on the front of a magazine. But yeah, or they not. Yeah, yeah, or they use slightly overweight like celebrities. You know what I mean? That that people have already got a, a liking to. Yeah, silly. 
Anyway, back to what we were talking about. So what's your thoughts again on that, Adrian? Sorry. Uh, it's, I don't think it's anything new trying to piggyback off a trend to sell a product. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's uh, not good. Um, I, I do feel like it's like that social responsibility side of things, and that's what they're trying to get into. Like, every company will do something that's socially responsible. Is this maybe their... Well, the, the issue with social responsibility, or corporate social responsibility, uh, CSR, is that um, if you broadcast it by making a fucking commercial like that, it's no longer about the social responsibility. It's about the commercial and about selling products. You have no idea, but all of these brands out here, right, they all donate to the local community. You know, like even gro- local grocery stores will give gift cards to the, to the local high school. You know what I mean? They all have some social responsibility, but they don't broadcast it because they don't need the praise for it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This was clearly done in order to spark a reaction. Yeah. And... The, and, and, and and get their name out there, right? And tons of people are backlashed against it. They have something like 300,000 likes on their YouTube video, but something like 750,000 dislikes. So that's over double. But what is it that you think people are disliking about it? The fact that it bulks all men into the same category. But I don't think it does because it says it shows in the commercial they have multiple examples of where another guy steps up and does the right thing. A different guy, saying, yeah. They're not, but it's all go- like they're all guys. It's not like a, the a female that seconds. comes in that like approaches them and, and does the right thing, right? Like it's it's still a, a man, so you yeah, can't really. With that commercial, I don't understand how they so think it's all one. Because what they're saying is that commercial is basically putting out there that. All men are going to do this, so you need to be the right man and stop your buddy from doing it. Well, that's not fucking true, right? When you see the kids fighting at the, the end and uh, and the guy, like the dad coming in and pick him up and say, hey, that's not what we do. Or the one guy that's like sees the girls walking down the kids, street. Though. There were kids that were getting like into into a fight. And I really liked how there's a bunch of uh, fathers like barbecuing or whatever. So it's not like it's just multiple examples where kids are, are wrestling and they're just like... Boys will beat boys. Right. And that's okay. a very common. So way. in the in the last ten seconds, when the kids are fighting and the then the dad pulls them off, when the one guy decides to like fucking, you know, like a hawk on a like a bear on a salmon go after the two girls that just passed them on the public street and his buddy steps in, right? And they um, stop bullying and they stop And they stop bullying into the yeah. Well first of all, so we'll, we'll get there in a second. About, hold on. It just wasn't about sexually harassing a, a No, no, female. hold on. There was more to it. It's about it's basically about being a better man. But here's the mm-hmm. thing. So Anybody who is a good person would do the things that the people did at the end, right? They're saying step up and be a better guy and do these things. Well, everybody's generally, the majority of people are good people. That's the thing. I believe in the majority of people are good people. And let's let's go back to the beginning where they're like bullying and running through and beating up kids and shit like that. Fucking girls are the worst, okay? At my high school, the biggest bullies were the girls. Not necessarily to me as a man, but to other girls. They're fucking savages, Okay. So I mean, where, right, why isn't it? Why isn't men. it that nobody should bully? Why is it just men are bullies and you shouldn't bully? So be a better man and stop your friends from bullying. It's like, yeah, anyone would stop their fucking friends from bullying. We've all seen the viral videos on YouTube when the fucking one bully is like trying to beat on the kid and the guy steps in and says, "Don't do that," and punches him in the face. This isn't new. What are they trying to do? All they're trying to do is piggyback off of the Me Too trend, and that only dilutes it further by the people who are making false claims. Right? To what? Sell a fucking razor? And that's the exact reason that all these people are tweeting pictures of them throwing their Gillette razor in the garbage. Like, get off the trend. You sell razors, Gillette. 
okay? That's all you do. You sell razors. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, they fucking looked at their little marketing strategy sheet or their sales diagrams and they saw, oh, our market share with women is down. We want to sell more women razors because, I don't know, and this, I'm going to sound crazy here, but it actually is true. They probably say, okay, it costs us, you know, 35 cents to make a male razor, but it costs us 15 cents to make a female razor, but the female disposable razors have a higher margin on them. We need to sell more female razors. How do we do that? Well, let's appeal to the women, right? But it's not working because a lot of women are like, what the fuck are you talking about? My husband's not a douchebag. He never tried to fuck my friend. He never beat the shit out of his buddy. Like, you know what I mean? They're completely off point and it's just to sell a product. So far so that they actually created a website and an organization to make that happen. Fuck you. Do you actually feel though, so sorry for Adrian swearing so much to all our religious listeners. Um, or anyway. <laughs> um, do you, you made a point earlier about um, um, not, uh, genuinely there's a lot of good people out there. Yes. And I, I think, you know, 20 years ago, yes, 15 years ago, but I actually think that we're, there's not as many, not good, but not as many people that would step in and do something anymore. Okay, I'm going to talk to you about that right now, and I'll tell you why. I'm sorry, are you done, or I, was, I didn't mean to cut you off. You want to, you have something else you want to add? Yeah, okay, go ahead, I, I sorry. do. Go. Or do you want to just take this? Because I have a really great, I have a really great opinion on this. You know what? Go ahead. Adrian. So the reason, so I generally believe that, yes, that the, the general population is good. I think people are good people. But Mark, I agree with you that it's um, that people aren't willing to step in as much. Do you want to know why? Why? People are not willing to step in as much because they're scared of repercussions. That's what we've come to in this world is sensitivity. That's the problem we have. So for example, if I see somebody uh, you know, stealing your wallet on the street, right? My options are to do something or not do something, right? If I do something and I decide to push the guy and he falls over and cracks his head, then he's going to sue me for assault, right? That's how it works in this country. That's why people don't do it. People don't step in because they're scared of the repercussions of what would happen if you decide to or step in. Or if he, like, has a bunch of friends. Yeah, I think there's, like, even even if you don't get the lawsuit there, I think people would always be afraid of stepping in because that guy might have more friends hanging around or at the next station there, there's people yeah. waiting for him. Yeah. So I think there's always been repercussions for any action that you choose to do. Mm-hmm. Is it, are you willing to step and make that move? I think that's always been a question, and I think a lot of people don't want to get their hands dirty anymore. Because you don't want to make that move. If you saw a bunch of kids bullying and you were not involved, you didn't know any of them, would you really step in? Absolutely. If, some, if there was someone in danger, I probably would, yeah, step in. I don't know. So, but here's the thing. I would probably step in if it was kids because kids are just fucking stupid. But yeah, if it's like an adult baby, with... No. no, but I would you do don't something. Know where their no, and, and let's well, that's just, the other thing. Could you imagine if you did step in and no. you're like, "Hey, back up!" And then suddenly someone's like, "Did you just fucking touch Bobby on the shoulder?" Yeah. And then your life is fucked. But I think I think there's different ways you can step in, and, and maybe it wasn't really. But you can call the police. You can do things nah, like will never to come. get. And, yes, they would. Not in a reasonable time frame. But Adrian, it's enough to like do something. If you call the police and you stand by and they're you still going the on, like you don't know. And I think that 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 response is kind of ignorant because. They could be 10 seconds away or five minutes away. At least you did something to try to to stop the situation. So you're telling me, oh, someone's robbing a bank. You're not going to call the police because it's going to take them two minutes to get there? No, you'd call the police. You see a house on fire. Oh, it's going to burn down anyway. You still call. Sure. I agree. Like, and I think that it's it's the, the point that you'll still do something regardless of how long they're going to take to get there. Sure. And I think we wouldn't even do that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Call the police? I think everyone would call the police. No, I disagree. I think that there's a lot of things that people are like, oh, someone else will do it. And they just yeah. keep and they don't. Mm-hmm. And I think... 
you know, that's, it's kind of sad. I, I think you know, there's, there's numerous times where I've seen things happen. I actually called the cops on a situation once because it was this, this kid on the side of the road by himself. And he was like super young. And Vicky and I were like, uh, should we stop? What should we do? It was kind of in the middle of the road. So we just called, you know, 911 and we said, this is what's going on. And they're like, great, we'll send somebody out just to check on him. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, how many people would really do that? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's that Maybe many. not with a kid walking across the street, but I think if you see someone robbing a bank or a house burning down, I, but I mean any situation. Person. I mean, like, bullying or fighting or whatever. Like, absolutely. No, like, I'd see, I see... I think you would. So, or I think you should. See, and those are the small things. You just said if a kid was walking around, not many people would call no. to check in. And I think those are the small situations. And that's, the, that that's no different than if you see two hard. people fighting, like fist fighting. Yeah. Like, that's the same thing, probably. You probably wouldn't call. No, I don't think most people would. So here's the thing. The, the Calling the police when two people are having a fist fight, and I'm not talking about, like, you know, like a, a knife comes out or someone pistol whips somebody. I mean, like, just, like, a, a, a couple of high school kids having a fist fight. That's part of life. You don't call the police. You try and say, hey, guys, break it up. Get out of here. Get out of here, right? You don't call the police. Police but won't even show up for a fist fight. step in kind of thing. And, like, high school kids are bigger than me. There's no way that, like, even if I said something, they would do something. Like, they'd even respond. Like, yeah, they're enough. intimidating. I'm sure even for, like, yeah. <laughs> for any gender. Yeah, I don't think size makes a difference. Or, uh, I don't know. I So, but people are trying, people are too scared to get involved. Because of the repercussions of getting involved. Well, and it's the same reason why a nurse or a doctor won't stop in a car at an axe to do anything because they don't want to be held liable. It's, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, is you st- you do something. And I don't know that we do anything anymore. I think we're desensitized to things. Like, you see bullying in school, no one says anything. No one goes to a teacher. No, they just let it happen. That's why bullying still happens. I don't it know, takes man. something extreme for, for it to get stopped. And it's usually that kid's parents that have to step in. After the kids come home... Or, or whatever. Why isn't it happening? Like, why aren't people stopping it when it's happening? I, I mean... You stand it, around and watch. If you look at all, like, the viral videos of bullying nowadays, you see that it, people are stepping in and they are stopping it. I think there's certain levels of engagement. If you're videotaping it, like, how many times has it happened? Like, why are you Why are you all of a sudden videotaping and someone stepping in? Is it a coincidence? No. no. You're videotaping the thing in the first place. There's, like, 35 kids So you. So why didn't... Instead of videotaping it, why aren't you going somewhere and telling somebody... That time that you just took, took recording it and re- instead of reporting it allowed that to happen. Yeah, but so no, I'm pretty sure. You and can't then even okay, say let's, go, let's okay. go back it's to legit. the lawsuit. Like you say, you were on the subway, you stopped some guy from like mugging someone yeah. at the house, yeah. and then all of a sudden he fell, hurt himself, mm-hmm. and now he's gonna <laughs> smack the lawsuit. Yeah. And you have to go to court. Did we talk about this? Someone robbing someone's house and then they get hurt and they yeah. sue someone. Yeah. So, it's the worst. Yeah. And that's why people don't want to engage, man. No, and they don't disagree. Same with teachers, right? You break up a fight, right? And the fucking kid swings at you and then you push the kid back. The kid tells his parents that the teacher assaulted me, even though the kid decided to start fucking six fist fights. You're, you're fucked as a teacher. You're fucked. Simple mm-hmm. as that. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's the world that we live in. It's, it's a horrible, horrible place that we live. Yeah. So let's get back to this situ- this this commercial. And I'm I'm just curious, and mm-hmm. I, I think you know I know the answer, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. What would you have been different if you were Gillette? And this was still on the docket. Like this Ooh, was this still gonna happen. No, I'm yeah. curious though because we're ready to criticize something. What would we do different? I would not have made that commercial, and I would not have tried to piggyback off a serious issue. So if, what if you got a lot of complaints about how your commercials were already and like a youth? 
like a lot of people were just like, oh, this, what is this tagline? Like, I'm the best a man can get. Like, that, that's it. That, what that's percentage what it complained? Is. There's a lot of people I saw on social media that were constantly complaining about. Did they Dylan. all happen to have the it's same? Very the same. Did they? Did they have any certain uh, commonalities among all those people? Because there is a very familiar commonality among certain people who complain about these things. It's like the people who complain at a grocery store that the grocery bags aren't vegan. It's the, it's same, a very it's the women with that haircut. You see that? Yeah. It's a very so. Here's the thing. It's a very small. It's a very small proportion of the group of customers, probably not even customers, that complain about these things. And as a company, instead of trying to appease everybody, you need to say, okay, well, if 0.03% of our, our market share is offended, 0.03% is offended. Do you know why? Because 99.07% yeah, aren't offended. It's the way it is. And the problem is with brands that are trying to accommodate to each of these little things. It, it's, it all goes back to the, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's the problem. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have made the commercial like that anyways. And if I were to make like a social responsibility commercial, I would talk, I would have men and female. I would talk about bullying as a generality, right? I would talk about um, uh, helping others as a generalized statement. I wouldn't do a bunch of fucking, how stereotypical is it to have a bunch of fathers standing there fucking grilling saying, boys will be boys. Could you fucking imagine if that were women getting their nails done? No, honestly, if it was, if that was a group of women getting their nails done, Gillette would be in such shit. They would be in such shit because it would be a sexist commercial. That's the problem. Yeah, it is strange that they're only targeting men. I think they sell to both parties. Like, why would they not? They, I don't really see very many female, Gillette female Commercials, ever. Well, because their market like, share is probably Venus men, right? Or Venus, yeah, they probably own Venus. I don't know, but th it's the market share, right? But it, could you imagine? Think about this for a second. If that commercial was geared towards women, right, and it was a bunch of women getting their nails done, if you did something stereotypical like that, you'd be fucked, right? But it's okay to put men there by having this commercial saying that all men are bullies. All I don't men. Think it says that. I don't see. Well, that. it's only boys. Bullying the other boy. Yeah, but that it's commercial boys. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's no. boys standing up or men standing up no. for other other people. I think it's it's the essentially first, saying hold each other accountable. Yeah. Like, don't let your friend who's a guy be uh, uh, a person that sexually harasses women. Don't be that person that starts a fight. Like mm -hmm. they're saying, don't be the bigger person and whatever. Stand up and. And they even have like just small comments. Like one guy made like a small comment about a woman, and it, like uh, you can consider it like locker room talk. And this other guy stopped it. And, like, that's one for the better. Like, that's how you avoid any lawsuits in the future. Speaking of lawsuits, I think lawsuits are fucking crazy. The lawsuits are even are the, one of the worst things because you get judged. This whole concept of how we do lawsuits here, or I guess jury trials and trials here in uh, North America. I'm sure it's the same in, in, in Europe and stuff. But uh, we, we get judged by a group of our peers, right? Mm hmm the only people that are showing up for jury duty are the ones who weren't smart enough to get out of jury duty. The last thing I want to be done, the last thing I want done when, if hypothetically I'm ever in a situation, we have people, hold on. I wanted on to be on jury duty. I got called for jury duty and you can't get out of it. You have to show up. No, you can no, get out of it, get out of it, but just because easily. you're- No, you, you can't. You have to have like legit things. Work. No, work's not good enough. To go for the initial thing, work is not good enough. Because you have to go to that initial to show that you have to get out of it. 
You can't just not show up. You can up. just not show up. I know no, you did. can't because they can I, come you can. get you. No, you can't. My my yeah. jury duty notice scared the shit out of me when I got it. Yeah, but that's the point. It's made to scare you, right? So that you go. So take the chance to like end up in the clink to get no you don't put, put in you jail. Don't no, you nothing. absolutely can. No, I, I I didn't go to jury duty and like any other time. It's just like oh I, I'm you know my biz I can't get the time off. I'm the uh, I'm the um, manager of this business. I can't get the time off. Done. <laughs> yeah, no, you can say things like that for yeah. sure. Yeah, my mom still... was like, I have to pick up my daughter from high school, and she got out of bed. There you go. But I wanted to be there when I went. So I, was, I. Like, I was super so excited. excited. I was like, I hope I get like a serial killer. I hope this goes on for a really long time. <laughs> did you actually go? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Sarah gets someone for jaywalking. <laughs> <laughs> So no, they like I was scared shitless. So I got my note. First of all, it comes in an envelope that you don't want ever in your mail. And I was like, the important notice. Ministry uh, of Justice, whatever the hell it's called. And I was like, my stomach dropped. And I was like, what the hell is this shit? I'm like, I literally am sweating while I'm opening the envelope. Why? What like, did you think you got? You were getting booked for? Like, how the hell am I supposed to know? Like, oh, did I double park somewhere? Why would I even get that? So anyway, I opened it up, jury duty, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to go. I was all excited. Packed a lunch because it's like you, you may be here forever. Right. Yeah. Brought stuff to do. Had a briefcase with like stuff to read, a charger, and all this kind of crap. I get there and they're You're like, so I don't know where to go because they don't tell you where. It's no. Yeah. In Brampton. Confusing. Yeah, I went to three different buildings. So then I go in and they're like, oh, yeah, it's been canceled. And I'm like, oh, great. And then that was it. I was like, I'm so excited. I don't know. Cool. Like, don't get me wrong. If it was like a cool murder trial, I would like to be on the jury. But generally, juries are full of people who could not figure out a way to but get out picked, of jury duty. But, but they're so picked went, by the lawyers. I went by, and it was, like, the time with, like, I think it was, like, during the time of the, like, um, serial killer that was in Toronto and, like, the village. I think it was, like, Brad. Oh, the MacArthur, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, maybe I'll get him. And then I went, and I had to wait in line, this and that. <coughs> um, and then they canceled the whole thing. I think we should have professional jurors. Like, we have referees, like, we have teachers, like, we have... It is strange that if you ever worked in politics or you've done anything in, in in the justice system, you don't get picked. Like, I think that is weird. Obama got picked for jury duty, remember? Mm-hmm. When he was president? No, after he was president. After he was president. Oh. So... I don't know. But don't forget, jurors aren't just picked. Like, they're picked by... I know, but the lawyers like you go through a huge vetting process and so, ask questions. I don't know the exact number, but let's let's play with something here. So let's say they have a trial and they need twelve jurors. Yes, they probably send out a hundred summons, right? Oh, I think it's like More. in the thousands. Yeah. Sure, they send out a thousand summons. Okay, of those thousand, and all 40% the forty percent go or something. I would like say that. even I would say twenty percent, right? And then of those 20%, then the, then the uh, lawyers... But they can keep sending out for more if they don't have enough. Right. But then in the... In, I think it's called... Uh, uh, Corpius verbatimus? No, like uh, Bouar or something like that. Anyway, so during the process where they pick the uh, jurors, they, um, the ones who were smart enough to get out of it don't show up, right? Like, shouldn't all jurors be educated and smart? Don't you think that that should be a, uh, a, a um, requirement to be jury duties, you know, not the ones that dropped out of high school for smoking too much weed, 
should be the one shouldn't be the ones deciding people's fate, whether or not this person's going to go to jail for thirty still years. Have they still have an opinion? They still and have like, so the point is that they present you all the information during the trial, and then you are supposed to make a, a, a an opinion based on that. And I hope that high school, you know, gives you enough information to be able to build your own opinions. Like and it's that. unanimous, right? Like they yeah. all have to agree, and so everyone brings something to the table, mm-hmm. and that person that maybe is is uneducated or whatever maybe the one that that spots or thinks is something different than the people that are so educated yeah in, it's a different perspective well, yeah and i it's so funny but when you watch these stupid movies like these comedies and that it's always like the idiot that figures it out stuff like that probably really does happen just not that extreme where someone thinks outside the box because they're mm-hmm. so simple or whatever and it changes the course of things that's why there's hung jury hung jury and um things like that like i think it happens but I also think in juries there's a lot of peer pressure, and yeah, that's the sad part. Leave too, I think or one good. person disagrees, and they all just like make them feel like they need to, and they just they give in. It's not even about leaving; it's just giving in because there's so much peer pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're stuck in a room and you're too, away right? from your family and all this kind of stuff, like I think you succumb to it because all these people are sick of doing it. It's stressful. And that's the problem. That's why right. we should have professional jurors or we should... It's 2019. Can we not have some sort of computer system that figures what's this the out? Point of, then why even have a jury if you're like, not professional it's jurors? Have a that's what I'm saying. We already have a lawyer and you already have a judge that are all professionals, so what's the point? Why the lawyers you, and judges don't decide anything. But the, what's the point? But what, what would the point of having a professional juror do, be if you can have a judge who's just as professional and just make the decision for you? Well, because the juror, you need, okay, if you can have a group of professional jurors who are educated and smart that are able to take the information that's presented to them and come up with a conclusion, right? And then obviously as they're professionals, they're not going to be, they're not going to succumb to peer pressure. They're going to be doing this all the time. So it's their job, right? Over and over again. So it's like, it doesn't. So they're not going to be doing a good job anymore. Because it's mundane. Yeah. No, guys, because if it's a professional juror, right? then th- that's what they've chose to sign up. That's what they've signed up to do. So it's not going to be like, oh, um, like if it's one of the, if it's like, oh, I don't want to do this. Because it doesn't matter. You're going to be doing another one next week. But then you also um, start knowing the other jurors too and you start knowing their personality and how that impacts each case. And imagine if you had a certain personality mm-hmm. that, you know, concluded. And so then you have like personal vendettas with other people and it becomes more than just the case it becomes more of a social sure i still think that that is better than having the person that if you sit too close to them you might get hepatitis from being on a jury deciding someone's faith about going to life in prison just because they have something doesn't mean that their opinion isn't valued no but if they weren't smart enough to graduate high school and they smoke too much weed and drink too much every night and they didn't have a therefore not having a good enough reason to get out of jury duty I don't want. I don't think that that person who makes bad decisions in their personal life should be responsible for deciding think, the fate of somebody else. Uh, but I think you're only talking about like a very small handful. Not just not everyone that goes. Did home. you look around when you went to jury duty? Yeah, I did. No, it was canceled. I was. Oh right. Did you look around when you went to jury yeah, duty? Everyone was pretty normal. Pretty normal. Yeah. You saw. You saw the Sorry. the CEO of a business. You saw the. How would you know? But yeah, you can tell. It's not like no. their opinion is the one that matters for these kind of situations. It's like. And I wouldn't last, want to have a CEO on my jury. And when was the last time you went to actual jury duty and sat with all these people that look like stoners? I showed up once, and the other time, and then I got out of it. And I'm pretty the sure other time you I just didn't go. That looked like. Did you look like a stoner when you went? No, like a stoner right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I think you're basically depending on to something that you've actually never witnessed. Yeah. And we're sure. just, I think we're kind of in the same boat, but I think in general, you're generalizing the people that go to these um, things that I think we have a responsibility to do as mm-hmm. a citizen, legit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a bit ridiculous, actually, what you're saying. I think it's no hidden secret that everybody tries to get out of jury duty. No, I, 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 when I told people that I was going to jury duty, a lot of people were excited. And they're like, oh, I wish I was called. Yeah. People want to be called. I was called. really excited. Okay. People want right. to be a Scared part of shitless, system. but excited. Yeah. People believe in it. I think we should be proud of, of a system that, you know. Proud of a system. That That's whatever you want to call it, democratic or whatever the hell it's called. But like, yeah, but that you're not just, you know, don't like you these think other countries where I think you made a good point. You look at someone the wrong way and you're hung. Mm-hmm. For whatever, like I think that we should be kind of proud and want to take part in these things. That's why you vote. And that's I why think you do things. That if you're somebody that decides the life of another person, you need to have a certain caliber of person to do that. But you're deciding based on facts or not that are 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 provided right. to you by two people that you've put yourself mm-hmm. like. Hiring your lawyer, if mm-hmm. you can afford it, you've mm-hmm. already you've done it for yourself. Right. Yeah. You've put yourself. If if your lawyer isn't good enough at presenting the facts or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I really don't know what else to say to you. So, it's someone's opinion based on what they're seeing, and that's why you know they try to restrict them from media and all this kind of stuff, so sure. that you can't so form also, opinions outside of the courtroom. Right. 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 So and it, it's also like there is no capital punishment here in Ontario. Like you, there's life in prison. Yeah, but I mean, like, oh, if you kill years. someone else, then like. Allegedly. Like, and all the evidence points to that. You know, no, because like, here's the thing. If you, you have, go if to you, jail. No, because here's the thing. If, you're, if your argument is people are going to be presenting facts and then you weigh that facts and make the right opinion, right? What about when you go to your doctor and tell them, oh, fuck, I did heroin last night. And your doctor says, you shouldn't do heroin. Heroin is not good for you. You will die if you do heroin. And that person still, even though he has all the facts, decides to make the right decision and continue to do his heroin. That person should be deciding the fate of whether or not somebody murdered somebody else, right? And, and, and spending 25 years in prison? No. I think that we need a certain caliber of person to meet jury duty. I think that... I think if you're more interested in doing heroin than going to jury du- duty, then you can get out of jury duty. How? You just By saying I got to go to my dealer's house tonight? You, or you just don't show up. A lot of people don't show up when they're summoned. So that's totally okay. Right, but you can only you can only not show up so many times before you have not, to show up. Can I just point something out? I don't know that someone that does illegal drugs puts themselves in a situation where you're going to a courthouse or a police station. <laughs> so I would almost not agree. I, I almost would say those people are probably not going to go. Right. And apparently, like, meth is like a business drug. So a lot of high-end business people do a lot of meth. That's totally a thing. I've never heard that. It's, yeah, it's Cocaine, yeah. Drug. No, no, meth. It's like Wolf of I don't Street. think... I, yeah. He, they didn't do meth. Well, no, they did, like, all these, like, rich people did drugs to... The high-end drugs, man. Yeah, but meth's not a high-end drug. No, but people still do it. Okay. Just talking about drugs in general. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I... I, Just because you do a drug doesn't mean that you're, like, a low-class citizen. No, but maybe if you do certain drugs, it means that your decision-making abilities aren't that great. Right? Could be. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. That was an interesting uh, conversation about... 
Sorry, I felt like I made a good point about Tony's not showing up at the courthouse unnecessarily. I just want to point that out. I just thought someone would have been like, yeah, Mark, that makes sense. I guess not. All right. Mark's so, MVP. So, Sarah, are you gonna are you legit going to try to continue the month not drinking? Or? No. I have no interest in that. Oh, my God. No. Are you? No, I drink. You're, yeah. Yeah, you're drinking. What about you? What did you learn today? Nothing. Nothing. That's pretty usual. All right. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we have today, guys, for Pep Talks and Tequila Shots. We will see you next week. See ya. Bye.